Welcome back to the Mackinac, Michigan show brought to you by the Mackinac Center's Frank Beckman Center for Journalism here on WJR. I'm Kelly Cobb. I'm Jared Scora. And we usually talk Michigan issues, but uh, since a missile was fired at an object in the sky over Lake Huron, we felt it pertinent to the show. Yeah, Yeah. it's Michigan. Um, But what on earth is going on with the Chinese spy balloons and these objects in the air that the military has been tracking and targeting and shooting down? We've got Dakota Wood from the Heritage Foundation who focuses on these issues on the line. Uh, to chat with us about what this all means and what is going to happen with the relationship with China. Thanks for coming on, Dakota. You know, it's a great pleasure. You should probably have Richard Dreyfus on, or if you could resurrect him, Orson <laughs> Welles. That's that's who we need to talk to there, buddy. <laughs> I, I mean, I hear you. So four objects shot out of the sky in eight days. We yeah. don't know if three of them are from China, though, right? That's that's true. I mean, even members of Congress received what a classified briefing, and uh, they are reporting that very little was shared. I mean, not much more than what's already been shared with the public. We know that the first balloon almost two weeks ago now was Chinese, right? It was mm-hmm. a Chinese surveillance mm-hmm. uh, package. But the other three uh, have not been identified in terms of who launched them, you know, their, their area of origin or actually what they were. Although speculation assessments from people that I talked to say these were probably legitimate weather balloons, you know, but everybody Mm -hmm. is so on edge and we're so hyper aware that the White House just can't take the risk of being seen, you know, as ineffective, right, Uh, again. And so they're going to be much more forward leaning and taking these things out. What, you know, not to make light of this, but what's the... uh, obsession with like balloon stories like there was like the guy that launched himself in the balloon in his lawn chair back in the yeah 90s or 80s or the, bl- <laughs> yeah. the balloon boy kid but i mean the media goes nuts for these things i mean it's like people forget <laughs> it, that it, you can go through balloons and then all of a sudden it happens we remember <laughs> yeah you know it, it's because it's so unusual you yeah. know it's just yeah. so weird you know we, we know what trucks and tanks and ships and planes are but a balloon i mean that's you know, Wizard of Oz sort of stuff, so right? I, or I, around the world in 80 days. Yeah, but right. I, I read a story, Dakota, that that the U.S. has used balloons like this in the past at times, and it might have been during Cold War era or something. Mm-hmm. Is that true? I mean, have we been doing similar stuff than what we got with the Chinese balloon? Yeah, we've been using balloons for almost 200 years. Uh, and, and the reason I say <laughs> that is even going, even go, no, seriously, even going back to the Civil War and mm-hmm. earlier, you hot air balloons would be uh, played out to several hundred feet in the air and huh. used as, as spotters. I mean, you'd huh. put a guy up there with binoculars. He could look over and see what the Union or the Confederate side was <clears throat> doing and then report back. So uh, this is not new technology. And there are even historical reports that 2,000 years ago the Chinese were using them. You know, hamburgers were invented in China. Might as well be hot air balloons too, right? <laughs> but, um, you know, the, these are not unusual. And the, and the reason they're so beautifully effective is that they have almost no radar signature at all. The, mm. the fabric is kind of a rubberized fabric, so there's almost no metal parts or hard stuff to return a radar signature. They're, if it's helium, they're the same temperature as the surrounding environment. So you don't get a heat signature, you know, like from a jet engine or rocket exhaust. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the third one is they float along with the prevailing wind, so there's no speed differential. You know, it's not like something going, you know, Mach one and a half, right, 1.5. Right. 
uh, against, you know, emotionless air, relatively speaking. So it's very, very hard to find them. If it's low down, you know, we can see jets with uh, commercial airliners with a contrail coming out the back, you know, where water vapor has condensed. Balloons don't leave that signature. Uh, they're not in outer space where everybody does look for things. And we count the number of things in orbit, you know, 300 miles up or so. And so they, they operate in this band where um, they're hard to detect visually unless the sun's glinting off of them or, uh, or using instruments like a radar package or some kind of surveillance capability like that. So they're wonderfully effective, and they can carry a heck of a lot of weight. You know, the Chinese balloon was carrying a, an instrument package weighing about a ton, so 2,000 pounds. Uh, back in the 1950s, the United States had uh, atomic weapons, that you would launch from mortars, and those weapons were less than 100 pounds. Mm -hmm. So on the Syria side, you could easily see a competitor or an enemy state like you know China or Russia taking a 500-pound you know atomic or nuclear device, hanging it from a balloon, which is very hard to detect, and just floating it over the middle of the country, detonating it at altitude, and now you've got an electromagnetic pulse. You know, now the likelihood of that very very low. The consequence is very very high. So that's why you know it's fun to joke. We all do. You know about aliens and you know, balloon boy and those sorts of things. But there is kind of a serious element here where a balloon uh, several thousand feet above the ground can collect on uh, radio emissions, uh, very, very high-resolution optical, you know, photographic uh, sorts of imagery, uh, infrared signatures that is it's possible but not um, as, as good as you might get from a satellite platform looking through the entirety of Earth's you know, atmospheric yeah. uh, uh, rapper, right? So, yeah, I think it's a serious, it's a serious point. And, and then another thing, if you want to dive into it, is perception. Here you have China floating a balloon across the sovereign airspace of the United States. We had a hard time finding it. Once we did see it, it just serenely floated along doing its job for a week. And we seem to be um, without ability or, or political will to stop this thing, you know, to bring yeah. it down. So, yeah. so in the eyes of the rest of the world, how does America look, right? right? So what about deterrence and those sorts of things? Dakota, we appreciate it. We've, we've got to let you go, but appreciate yeah. your insights here on, on what's going on. And, and let's continue some hope for peace here and figure out what on earth we just shot out of the sky. Dakota Wood, the Heritage Foundation, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks. And that's all the time we have for tonight. You can check out this show and all our others by heading to frankbeckmancenterforjournalism.com or thegreatvoice.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Mackinac on Michigan show here on WJR. Opinions heard in the preceding program are those of the host and guests and not necessarily those of Cumulus Media or WJR Radio.